0: Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling
1: retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your
2: toolbox. Did you have a rough night? I have leaks through my bedroom ailing and going down the wall. Sometimes
3: you just need a good night's sleep to figure things out. I'm uh, trying
4: to get
5: rough spots
4: off my cement patio. It'll be all
6: right when the morning
3: comes. Well, Saturday morning is here. And that means Lou Manfredini is here to make it all
4: better.
0: You need like a rubber foot that's got a cup that you can stick inside.
4: Well, I guess if I do that, I'll have to. Foot the bill, get it. Hey, I'll do the comedy
0: around here, Roger. You just make the pancakes, okay? (laughs) Here's
3: your host taking your calls live right here, right now. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio.
0: It is the morning. Hi there. Now I'm up in the air. House Smarts Radio. My My name is Lou Manfredini. and my phone number is 857 557 4 857-557-4568. You know the guy saying that uh, I'll have to foot the bill, and uh, I joked about, you know, doing, I'll do the comedy, and he'll do the... Mm-hmm. I'm not a big joke teller, you know. And oh, could, really? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not a comedian, <laughs> right? And so, uh, this past week, Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Don. Good morning, good morning Andy. Good How morning. Good morning. So, uh, I had to go. I didn't have to, but I was asked to speak at a at an event Wednesday night for the retired FBI something like a group of of FBI agents who are retired, and I had done this. Five years ago, prior to COVID and everything. And so like last year, maybe, they sent me a note. Hey, we're getting this thing together again. We're getting the band back together. Could you do this, right? I'm like, sure. You know, it's at the FBI agents, right? So this was Wednesday night. Tuesday, I was, um, oh no, on Wednesday morning, I was at this thing uh, doing some filming and I was with the film crew and I mentioned that Hey, I'm going to be speaking to these, you know, tonight. At these FBI guys, and the guy goes, "Oh, he, this uh, cameraman goes, I got your opening joke." I go, "Oh, all right, sure, I'll take it." Nice. And he goes, he goes, stand up there, you know, after they introduce you, and say, "I'm Lou Manfredini. Hi, you know, everybody. Oh yeah," and then say, uh, "Well, I would like to give you a little bit of my background, but I figured you guys already know that." That's <laughs> yeah. not bad. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I did that. And it was wait where, where's Crickets. my button? It was this. Oh god! Jeez, oh, tough crowd. I was like, you can stand up. I was like right there in front of everybody. I'm like, hey, you know, I'd give you my background, but uh, I figured you guys already know everything about me. Oof. I go, that was an FBI joke, and like they all then they got it. <laughs> That was good. Oh my good tough crowd. God.
3: You explained it though, because otherwise they'd be like, "Wow, I this guy's really smart."
0: Well, cool then I himself. did the Steve Martin thing. I go, "Wait, are you guys FBI agents or the plumbers? I am not sure. Am I, was I supposed to do a plumbing joke?" And then I was able to pull myself out of it, which was good. So I thought
6: you were going to use some oh, pirate so jokes from Tuesday.
0: I could have, I could have. By the way, uh, John told a pirate joke uh, this past <laughs> week. The joke that I wouldn't tell. Oh really? Oh whoa! The one about the pi- the pirate. Walking into the bar with the wheel in his pants.
3: Uh, see, that doesn't bother me either. It does. It's, you should tell no, it. No,
0: I'm not telling it. He told it. I'm not telling it. No, I like being on the radio. And I don't want <laughs> Mr. I, FCC I to say, no, no, no. Right. Thank think it no. was
7: that.
6: I do. See, that's the problem. It's I like know. that one show with Dan Levy and uh, Eugene Levy. and uh, I can't say that either. Right, he exactly. said that too. You see? John uh-huh. talked to
0: somebody about that too. And it's like my dog, the one little yes. dog right. that I want to... <laughs> everyone's turning on Flo. By the way, my dog. Oh, oh really? My God, she is. What do you mean? She's just like losing her mind. Oh. You know? And no. she's miserable to walk, and she's. Everyone's turning on him, even uh, although Mallory. Sure. But Mallory's like, no, I'll take her. Go, you're in New Orleans. You know, it's real easy to say, I'll take her. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll send her. To her. I'll drive her. <laughs> right. Right. Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, that I figured you know the background.
3: Crickets. That joke no.
0: made me sweat. Oof. Yeah. About
3: it. Like, standing, about standing up there with up everyone there. looking at yeah. you, like, no.
0: what is this guy Once I about? get going, I'm fine. But I was totally. like, I thought, oh, this we're going to start this out. This is going to be yeah. this is really good, you know? Uh-huh. When the guy said it, I got it right away. I think they were all still eating. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know oh what it God. was. And then, uh, you know, Max is in New York, right? He's going to school in New York, and he sends me a picture. He walks by this bar, and there's, like, one of those... You know, signs out in front of the bar, like whatever says, you know, whatever happy hour from whatever, and it says free, free beer if you know how to fix an Achilles, and then it has the New York Jets uh, uh. In logo on there. Max goes, how do I do that? And I go, well, you'd make a gazillion dollars. If yeah, you could right. Do that.
6: Right. It's not that quick, but not that quick. I like the joke oh. though. That's funny. That's good, right?
0: Uh, well, good morning, everybody. Uh, Lou Manfredini, House Smarts Radio. That's Don and Andy. They'll be uh, back a little bit later on, uh, keeping you posted of what's happening on this Saturday morning. Lindsay will be answering the phones when you call. Say good morning to her. And uh, we got a lot coming up today. We've got a cool Noodaloo 2 that I've been using all week on a project. I have so many projects going right now that I have to talk to you about that it's unbelievable. Um, I'm starting to... I'm almost being like your test dummy um, we need that, uh, what was the name of that band? Uh, there was a, th- a band called Test Dummies, right? It was, Crash uh, Test Dummies? Right, right, right. We got to do a th- rejoin with that because that's what I'm okay. doing right now. Oh. This is not a test, but I just had, uh, working on a project in Evanston, Gilkey just installed not one window, an entire house of windows wow. for us. They are, to say that they look spectacular and beautiful is That would be a bad word of the day. Spectacular is not good enough. Speaking of which, we got a great word of the day coming up after seven o'clock this morning. Um, They look so amazing. And here's the thing: they're insert windows, so they went into the existing openings, so they keep the inside trim. They look like they've been there the whole time. It's crazy how nice they look. And we're also siding this home. Uh, I'm working with Cobblestone Remodeling, my good friend Bill Conforti and his crew, and we're siding the house with Hardy siding. And I, I, I literally could not be happier with the work. And so, if you're a considering doing any kind of siding, you got to look at this Hardy and for sure because it's so beautiful. And these Gilky windows are just. I realize I am a paid spokesperson for Gilkey. When I was at the FBI thing, the lady asked me about windows, and that's what I started. I go, they do pay me to talk about their windows. But I bought these windows. We bought them and put them in this house, and they're just fantastic. I mean, they're fiberglass, and they're, you know, the... the re- I would put that window against any major manufacturer that's out there today, bar none, and uh, it's just a lot of fun to be part of those projects. And I got a list of things I can tell you about uh, that's just, you know, it's just really fun. And, uh, we you know, it's, it's fun to improve and take an existing home and bring it back to life. That's one of my most favorite things to do. All right, let's get things going here. Our first call this morning. We call you, you don't call us. That's how we start things off. Because I know it's in the morning and, you know, you're trying to wake up and you're stretching and... Good. Yes. All right. Let's see who we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go to Itasca, which rhymes with Alaska. It used to be a commercial. Itasca. It rhymes with Alaska. Let's go over there and see who we're gonna talk to today. First call is Esther in Itasca. Hi, Esther. You're on Housemarts Radio.
2: Good morning, Lou. Thank you. I'm a long-time listener. Thank you. Last, last week, uh, and first-time caller, by the way.
0: Oh, all right. Here um, we'll give you a little. Uh, we'll give you a little uh, here. Oh no! We'll my, uh, it was there. It was there. I was just. Uh, I got. I got a lot going on here. Here. here, here. There you go.
2: Okay. I got a lot going on here, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's get let's
0: get busy. How may I help you?
2: Okay. Last week you had a first time caller and she was redoing her cabinets. I uh did get a couple estimates on my cabinets. Beautiful cabinets. Okay. My husband passed away in January and I've been looking at these cabinets that definitely need to be revamped. It's a honey oak with like orangey tin. Tinge, beautiful cabinets, little roping up on top, of um, uh, the cabinets. And my problem is, is I I did buy a sander, a Roby sander. I don't know if I can say that, but sure. it seems it, it seems like it it's not it's getting the edges of the sanding done, but not the center of the sanding uh, when I'm sanding the flat surfaces, and then. I'm coming around the rope area. What do you suggest that I could use to remove some of the varnish stain that's on there for the rope areas and the little notches i I tried paint thinner and it's not doing it.
8: so what do you okay, suggest? so
0: we're uh, just to remind everybody, so you're you want to paint these cabinets white okay yeah and and um white. and so. You need to cut a little bit of that varnish with the sanding. Now, as far as your Ryobi sander, is it a is it a pad sander or a random orbit sander? No,
2: it's a pad one. Okay, and, 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 and so if you set it, mind.
0: and your doors are they raised panel doors? So in the middle, it, it, in other words, do you have a little edge around the panel in the center, and then the middle's flat? Um, it's
2: the doors.
0: Or are they are, shaker?
2: No, they're inset, And then the edges are raised with some roping and some detail. Okay.
0: So all of that, Esther, is going to be done by hand with several sanding sponges. Sponges. Okay. Yeah, because, <clears throat> you know, the pad sander is only going to help you with the flat areas. Now, why that particular sander is not uh, working on the center um, doesn't make sense to me because um, it should. And just make sure that th- – does the paper stick on or do you clip it on? What does it do?
2: It clips on. Um, it, it, yeah, it clips on, which you have to raise these little levers on mm-hmm, the side mm-hmm. and then you stick it in. Is it, the... it
0: battery-operated or is it corded?
2: No, it's corded. I thought I didn't want to run out of battery and, and then wait. Yeah. That out,
0: just okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, Ryobi is not my first choice of tool, but that's just me. And so I, I don't, I don't use them anymore. And so there's obviously something going on with the pad itself. Cause you should be, when you have that quarter sheet of paper, it should be cutting into that. No problem. And so if you went with a different brand, Porter cable, Skill, or whatever, the other thing too, is you can buy pre-cut adhesive. Sandpaper that you stick to the bottom instead of doing the clips. The thing with the clips is you you end up wearing out the paper where it kind of bends around and goes on to the tool. With the self adhesive one, it's the same size as the pad. It sticks right there. You sand like crazy. When you're done, you just rip it off and stick another one on, and it works out great. You're gonna use all kinds of handwork in the areas where the um roping is and stuff and it's a lot of work i'm not going to lie to you it's you you just have to take your time and really you know work well at it and then the same goes tr- true with the boxes themselves and then if you remember what i mentioned last week this primer that i like called sticks it's a bonding primer mm-hmm. that's what you're going to put on first and i'm assuming you're going to do is a brush you're not going to spray
2: no, I'm
0: going to spray. Oh yeah, look at you! I like that, Esther.
9: No,
2: I'm not, I'm not. There's no way I'm going
0: to brush. All right, good. And no. do you have a sprayer? I
2: purchased one. What
0: did you purchase?
2: Um, a Ryobi. I think it's a <laughs> No, no, it's a Stanley. I I checked the internet and it's I a, seen a, Is it an air yo. airless sprayer,
0: or does it have a little compressor?
2: Uh, it's a 4,700, um, model of Stanley, but it has the, the vertical that you can spray vertical. There's two different, two different little, have
0: you ever done this before? Never, man. I love that. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. That is awesome. Uh, so what I want you to do when you get this all prepped outside in the, are you doing this in the garage? Where are you doing this?
2: No, my cabinets are on the wall, so I'm... You're going to do it all there.
0: All right. You need to practice with this spray gun somewhere else first. Okay. Because you got to get the hang of it. I don't want the first time you're putting this on to be on the cabinet. So get a couple of pieces of cardboard or wood in the garage or even in the kitchen if you're going to tape everything off, and you're going to work on nice and easy with the arm back and forth. You're going to have to be about... 12 inches or so away from the cabinet and you start, you know, if it's left to right, you start off it, you come across it and you leave it. You know what I mean? You don't, you got to kind of go back and forth, back and forth. And I'm I'm bumping up against time here, but if you watch a few videos to understand how to do this, um, it'll help you immensely because the secret sauce is how you spray and if you use that Stix primer first, and then I mentioned the Clark and Kensington cabinet and trim paint, that one-two punch mm-hmm. looks fabulous. Okay. All right. I have another little
2: problem here.
0: All right, hold on. I'm going to put you on hold because I have to take a break. Uh, you're listening to House marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Well, now I feel like I have to tell the story. We were talking off the air. I said that I missed the story. I missed Bob Surratt's first call. I was fixing a toilet at my rental property and I came straight from WGN TV because the building's near WGN TV. And so I was wearing the clothes I wore on TV. I thought it was going to be an easy fix and it wasn't. So I'm bent over the toilet, like trying to tighten the Johnny bolts. Right. And I have, I'm wearing my misericordia shirt, which I always wear on TV and I'm wearing my travel pants, which quite frankly, I don't know why I would ever wear jeans again because the travel pants are so comfortable and they look good and they're flexible not to brag, but since I've done the Seattle Sutton, I've lost some weight, as you've seen on TV lately. And so my rear end is no longer as big as it used to be. And so when I had my phone in my back pocket, <laughs> it vibrated and I didn't feel it. And then they were uh, calling, 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 and I didn't feel it. So I'm not going to feel guilty about do being... do you buzzing
3: somewhere? Do you hear buzzing? Is there bugs in this place?
0: And Mary Beth oh, goes, didn't you have your hearing right? aids in? I go, yeah, I had my <sighs> hearing aids in. But the f- it doesn't work that way. It doesn't ring in your ear. Let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Uh, Rene is in South Algern. Hi, Renee. You're on Marts <laughs> Radio. Rene. What is it? Renee? That's how you would spell Renee? Rene.
3: You know, there's a lot of stars out there in the sky. They can't all be the brightest.
0: How do you spell your name, Rene?
3: Renee? R-E-N-E-E.
0: Really? But they still shine. I would not think that's how you spell Renee. How her else name. would you
3: spell Renee? I
0: don't know, but it looks like Renee. Yeah.
3: There's also a lot of tools out there. <laughs> now, back to one of the sharpest in the shed.
0: Some people who are really close to her call her Renee. So I'm going to call her Renee.
3: Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Just walk away,
0: Renee. You're not nice. <laughs>
10: Welcome back.
0: 857 557. For Lou. Uh, by the way, you know, in this Arnold Electric uh, ad, when I just mentioned, uh, the first time I heard it about stalactites, you know, I, heard, I was driving and I heard a recorded spot about, I had no more stalactites. Then all of a sudden I'm like, huh, I wonder if someone checked. Like, is it stalactite or is it stalagmite?
6: Do you remember that from science class? It's stalactite you know I mean? and stalagmite. Stala- oh, I didn't even say it right. Stalac. Stalactites. Of <laughs> It's just a harp on Mr. the name, you know. <laughs> Sorry. What are you, an English teacher? <laughs> I just call them icicles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. But then, of course, I looked it up. I'm like, of course, because it's stalactites. Yeah. And stalagmites. Stalagmites. Oh,
6: stalag... So so the G is on the other one. Right, right. And I always remember because that's like it's on the ground. Those are the ones that come up, and stalag oh, are the, the ones from the, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: look at you. Yeah. Like you're doing a little association. I like that. Yeah. That's in good. case
6: I ever spelunk, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stalactites. Well, anyway, I checked it out and they're getting it right. That's uh, it is right. Nice. Cuz you wouldn't come up from the ground. And right. then when you go, then when you go on the internet and you look at that stuff, they're really cool looking. Like then I got went down a rabbit hole of looking at stalactites. Oh yeah, and stalagmites. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what have I been doing for the last fifteen minutes? <laughs> looking at like buildup <laughs> of the soil. I mean, it's crazy. It is. It's cra- it's cool though. I mean, I love nature. Yeah. Oh my god, wait till I tell you later. I, last weekend, uh, I took a few days off with um, Mike Jacobowski and his wife and his brother Tony, and I went to Montana. On nice. your list of places to go, people is Glacier National Park. Mm. I mean, I'm telling you, Andy, yes. Don, Lindsay. Lindsay, I know David goes to Montana fishing.
10: Mm.
0: It is some of the most beautiful... It's amazing. It's like the most beautiful place I've ever seen.
10: Pictures. And it's here
0: yeah. in the United States.
6: That's awesome. It's so cool. I'll tell you about the
0: bear encounter. That'll come Whoa. Up a little Whoa. later on. Yeah, it's cool. Mary Beth was attacked by a bear. 857, she wasn't attacked. Let's talk to Esther. (laughs) Esther, are you still there? Yep,
2: I'm still here. All right, all
0: right. This is Esther Part 2. We were talking about you painting your cabinets in the beginning, and you said you had a second question.
2: Okay, well, it still pertains to my cabinets. I have, like, a little area between two cabinets, and it holds uh, 11 wine bottles. And I'm just afraid that I'm not going to be able to get to all the way in the back by the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there's like two lattices, like the front one, right. and then the, the back, and then two inches further, it's the, it hits the wall, right? Right. And it's another wood panel, so my hand fits in there, but it's it's really bad for my wrist and stuff, or you know, the sanding part. What happens if if that primer hits, it doesn't well it, it's probably going to hit it, but is what's going to happen
0: you need to take you need to take that cabinet apart
2: well, there's a header on top. I thought of that, but there's a header and then that means that I would have to
0: at the very least the head- at the so here's the thing the primer. This primer that I'm talking about will literally stick to anything. I mean, it needs to be clean, right? But even if you right. didn't sand 100%, it's not the end of the world. I'm just kind of old school, and I like to sand it because I want to really know that it's uh, sticking well, you know? But I when I've used this primer, I've used it in another material that wasn't sanded, and it sticks tenaciously. One of my favorite words. Um, <clears throat> so that and of- percolate. Anyway, um, so in a perfect world, if you could even just take off the front grid somehow, you know, that cabinet probably has a a frame around the front of it that comes off. Not easily, but it does. And then it exposes that front grate that holds the wine bottles. You know,
8: there's two screws
2: at the side, and I thought maybe I could take it apart. Right. But it hits the hair. It's hitting the header, and once, and then the header is in front of that, that frame.
0: Right. Well, um, it'll be hard for you to spray it. It'll be very difficult for you to spray it without it dripping like crazy to get the paint all the way back. I'm just okay. being honest with you. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, the you know, then if you just tried spraying it in place, I would also have a small roller on a long... You know, they make these longer-handled, smaller rollers, like a 2-inch or a 3-inch roller, that if you sprayed it, then you'd go in with the roller to kind of clean it up a little bit, you know, like even it out. Okay. And then back away and, you know, kind of look from different angles to see if you covered everything, and then you can try that. And then the other thing, are you a wine drinker? Yes. So keep that bad boy full. Okay <laughs> right, right, Just put another bottle in there boy
2: i, I boy esther she esther
0: doesn't to... she hardly drinks the wine at all. Just leave them in the, in the cabinet below, and you know once you go through another well, one, put it up just, there.
2: I always heard you're you're not supposed to drink and sand at the same time. That
0: is true, that is that is rule number one when it comes to sanding, no drinking and sanding, right, right. <laughs> Well, I'm proud of you. Okay. Take lots of pictures. This is something that you should be uh, celebrating because, that you know, this this is uh, this is good. I like that you're doing this. I mean, and if for some reason you get completely overwhelmed in the middle of this thing, right, you got a couple choices. Uh-huh. You could either hire a painting contractor to come in and finish it all, or you may have heard me talk about these redo cabinet guys, and they come and put in new doors, and they... They they trim out the boxes and everything, and it all looks brand new. Okay. Now that's a lot. I mean, it's affordable, but it's a lot more than a few buckets of paint.
2: Right, right. No, I I had estimates, and for the price of the estimates of and the cabinets, the cabinets doors or whatever, it just to have it repainted, I might as well just buy a new cabinet. Right. That's right.
0: No, so I get it. I I think it's awesome what you're doing. I I just you know take your time, don't get overwhelmed, don't bite off more than you can chew, and don't drink when you sand.
2: Okay. Now, is there any any type of liquid that can reduce some of the shine? Like if I cleaned it by hand, is there anything? Like I mean, I tried paint thinner, and it's not doing the. Thing. You, could use, else?
0: you could use. You um, could use uh, Homer. Form B's finish remover.
2: Homer. And I can find that
0: at Ace. Form B's. Homer Form B's. I think it might go by Form B's now. Poor Homer has left us. Finish remover. (laughs) You'll find that at Ace. Wear gloves. Put it on a rag. Wipe it down. It'll cut the sheen. Then you'll have to clean that with like a crud cutter and get it clean before you prime it. I got you okay all right esther okay, I'll i'm take not p- i'm not talking to you uh the rest of this half hour okay
2: okay but i appreciate okay, but thanks. i
0: appreciate you listening and i appreciate you doing this project i think it's awesome eight five seven five five seven four lou is our phone number this is mike in geneva hey mike good morning you're on house Marts radio
11: hey thanks lou um situation i've got a a large tree that uh it's like two and a half feet in diameter and there are two large branches that come out from it uh, and hang over the driveway, and then over the house, right near the chimney. And um, a tree trimmer came by the other day and and gave me an estimate on it. And I said to him, I said, "Well, I think you need, I think you'd need lift equipment for this." And he said, "No," uh, he said. Uh, a guy will climb the tree and he'll be roped off and everything like that. And I just, I don't see where he can rope off. Now, I, I really think that a lift equipment should be used in this situation. Um,
0: Mike, let me let me ask you this, Mike. Were this branches that you want to remove? Are there branches over the top of that one?
11: Uh There might be some higher up, yeah.
0: So a lot of times you'd be amazed what these uh, tree trimmers can do. First of all, make sure that the tree trimmer is legit, okay? Like they're insured and they've got a reputation and whatnot. But many times, exactly what you just said, they'll climb the tree, they'll go above this, they'll rope off the branches up high, and they'll drop a rope down, typically with a pulley or they'll uh just do one wrap around it the, the their ropes they use them so much that they they actually uh can go around the tree up and down they'll cut it and they'll they'll tie it off in a way that there'll be a guy on the ground with one rope the guy up top with the other rope and as he loosens it the other guy's pulling the piece towards him and they bring it to the ground i've seen it it's amazing it's like a whole geometry you know lesson in in kind of you know, uh, rise and run as they pull it away. All you have to do, though, is make sure that these people are legit and it's just not some guy in a truck with a chainsaw.
11: Yeah. Okay. He did, Of course, he did tell me, he said, oh, we're, we're insured and bonded and everything. Right, but, but
0: uh, I can say that to you on the air, too, which I am insured right. and bonded. Right. So, yeah. I mean, do a little research and maybe get another estimate just to, you know, so everybody's talking the same thing.
11: Right. And also, he, uh, if he does come by and do the work, should I get that, that estimate put on paper before they start any work?
0: A hundred percent.
11: And he gave an estimate of $850, which, I don't know, frankly, I thought it was kind of low. I wasn't expecting something at $850.
0: Well, I, again, I, I haven't seen it. I don't know what's there, but, I mean, it's not, you know... If it's just a couple of branches and they're gonna chew them all up and you know he's figuring they're gonna be there for a couple yeah. of hours, three hours, I, I don't know. Um yeah. if this is the only bid that you've gotten, Mike, I would you're in Geneva, so there's a bunch of different tree companies. You you may hear uh on GN radio, they've been a sponsor over the years, Davy the Davy Tree Company. Now they're legit. You'll spend more oh, than my. eight they'll you'll spend more than eight hundred dollars, but they're legit. And so they can, if that if that truck shows up with the Davy name on it, if if the if the bid is within the realm of what you're willing to pay, you got no problems with those guys. Oh, good. Thanks, Luke, for that. You got it. But I appreciate you calling this morning. I have two more breaks, right? Not just one break. I'm losing track this morning, right? I do. Yeah. All right. Well, here, let's do this. We're broadcasting from the Perma Seal Foundation Repair Studios, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
12: A screen door slams.
5: Mary's dress way.
3: You're listening to Lou Manfredini.
5: Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. He's
3: ready to take your calls.
0: I'm your guy. What can I do for you? Right here, let me dust myself off.
3: And help you with your house. I'm
0: chewing on some beef jerky and I got a screwdriver in my back pocket. How can I help you?
3: Now back to the man of the hour. Oh, Lou, you are the man. <laughs> Manfredini and House Smarts Radio
0: Welcome back 8575574 Lou This is uh, Francis in Gray's Lake Hi Francis
7: Hello there Hi I have um A solution to the problem of stalactites and stalactites.
0: Okay, good.
7: This is what I I learned in a geology class. When the mites go up, the tights come down.
0: When the mites go up, the tights go down. That is a t-shirt waiting to happen, right? Yes, it is. And then you put it on a (laughs) t-shirt and be like, what does that mean? Exactly what it says. When the mites... Wait, say that again?
7: When the mites go up, the tights come down.
0: It sounds like that song, ants go marching on, hurrah, right? You're good. You're good. Thank you for that from grade school. And see, we do remember things like that. When the mites go up, yes, the tights go down.
7: Come down. Tights come down. Right. Makes it easy to remember. It's
0: not code. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you calling and giving us that information. See, it's right, Wally. Wally would be very happy. People helping people right here. Uh, Lou Manfredini, House March Radio, 857 557 eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. 857-557-4568. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: Up in the morning and out to school. Time now for our word of the day. I don't
5: understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you.
3: It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well,
5: of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus. On every word? Yep.
3: But we like to teach you a thing or two.
5: They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became they are human, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic
3: pumps. Now back to Lou on House Smart's Radio. Up in the
6: morning and out to school.
5: The teacher is teaching the golden rule. Well, i got
0: to worry now, because i got the grammar police with Don Kleppen. If I don't pronounce it right, he's going to correct me.
6: No, no, not at all. (laughs) Only only if it's related to caves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How Smart's Radio, it's time for our word of the day. 857-5574-LU is our phone number. This is just a little fun thing that we like to do on Saturday mornings, just to have a little fun, teach you some new words, and... You know, uh, expand your vocabulary. I mentioned before the break that it is a adjective showing great care or perseverance. Did you two of you think about
6: that word at all or no? I did. I was trying to think of what it might be, but I couldn't guess.
0: The word is
6: assiduous. Oh. Assiduous.
0: Assiduous. A-S-S-I-D-U-O-U-S. Assiduous. Assiduous. Wish. Assiduous. It's a tough one. Keep going. Assiduous. Assiduous.
6: A lot of S's assidu-ish. in here. Oh, now I messed I'm gonna, up. I'm
3: assiduous. assiduous.
0: Assiduous.
2: Yeah.
6: Assiduous. Assiduous. Thank you. assiduous Showing
0: great care or perseverance. Mm. Something that the bears would have to do really well. <laughs> they would have to be very assiduous. <laughs> that would be disassiduous. I drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, it's not even like, uh, I mean, if I'm Hampton OB, I would just take the Sunday off. No,
6: right? no, 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 no. Because not it's not fun. even uh It's a good, it's good therapy and release. Hmm.
0: So, you know, I like to think that uh, we're, we're there for fans and we're oh, there for sure. Hampton OB just to kind of get it off your chest. and sure. Right
5: And yeah, yeah after absolutely. this. Well, I
0: would just listen yeah. to Hampo B with Andy Maser, uh and not even listen to them And I watch the Bears game. Yeah. You'll get everything you need to know, just that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's our word of the day. All right. so assiduous. men. Say it again.: assiduous Assidu- <laughs> Assiduous. Oh God, assiduous.:
3: There
0: we go. Why are you doing that to me? You know, I'm the I son of it. Italian immigrants, that's the problem. Assiduous. Like my father <laughs> his whole life, my father used to say, sandwich really Really love it love that whole life sandwich but i mean you know that was it was for wasn't his first language true right
3: totally and everyone has a word like that
0: there's people i met a guy listen to this i met a guy on a crew so i told you i'm doing all this work right and i've got this siding a cobblestone working on the siding crew and they happen to be a bunch of gentlemen from poland they're like amazing but one guy on the crew is from mongolia when is the last time you met anybody from mongolia uh, the next like, one will be the never. first. <laughs> it's true, right. yeah. And so what would you imagine the guy from Mongolia would look like?
6: Oh, boy. I don't know.
0: Well, I don't know. Like, don't you think of Dark like... hair, I guess? The, well, no, but d- don't you, like, Mongolian, wasn't that like, what wasn't...
6: Of um, um, the Mongols, yeah, like Attila the Hun, kind of, r- right?
0: Yeah, Attila the Hun, when, didn't you, when you watched, uh, what was the uh, Disney with the... With the Disney, let's get down to oh, business to oh, so defeat
6: the Mulan. Yeah. Weren't they, the, uh, they
0: Mongolians like the Huns? Th- yeah, they
6: were the Huns, definitely. And, right? Um, they were big
0: yes. and they were like, this guy's like this really handsome young man. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, you're okay. like a model. And then I try and sp- I'm talking to the guy and he speaks very little English. Well, I don't know any Mongolian. <sighs> right. No. Like, who? <laughs> right? Nice guy. He's a really nice guy. I was like, and I was like, man, I go, I've never met anybody from Mongolia. So now I'm having a whole conversation. He's just looking say, at me, smiling, right? <laughs> I can envision it. Right, I'm right. going Mongolia. Asking that's like I, I don't even know. Well, wait, I have a map here. Where, where's Mongolia? I do have a map. I
3: can picture it. You asking questions in the east Mongolia. Uh-huh.
0: East
6: Asia. Uh-huh. East Asia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Inner like Mongolia Malaysia. is in China. Oh, so it's near like uh, Malaysia, mm-hmm. right? Yep, Malaysia okay. and then China, parts of it in Russia. How
0: about the fact that he just, East Asia, he just rattled that off?
6: He's <laughs> well, like the he's genius m- child. He's over.
0: Rand yeah. McNally. <laughs> <laughs> he's Rand McNally. Well hey. It's near, here we go. I got it. Nepal, like over that area, Burma. I That's think, Asia. I
6: right. want to compliment you on showing assiduousness in this conversation for pushing through and speaking uh, with this Mongolian.
3: Here he goes. Here he goes again.
6: (laughs) Just wanted to compliment you, you know. Yay! There you go. Show off. Show off. (laughs) Big
0: time. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I met a guy from Mongolia. I'm just going with that because when am I ever going to mean meet anybody from Mongolia? And he was great. I love it. Nice guy. Bucket list. I'm like, you could be like. Had I had you met the guy from Mongolia, you would have said he's really cute. Hey, buddy. Yeah. How's it going? Can I introduce you to my friend Lindsay? Um, she doesn't speak Mongolian uh, either, but do she it. doesn't care that you don't speak English. Do
3: you think he's listening? I mean, if he had any idea you were talking about him on your show
6: like Zero
0: this. idea. And if he was listening, he would have <laughs> zero idea of what I'm talking about. But he's a handsome guy from Mongolia. Right on. Right on. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. This is Terry in Fond du Lac. Hi, Terry. Good morning. Hello. Hi there. Good morning. You're on Marts radio. Hi,
13: Lou. I am hoping you have some experience with this. Um, we are remodeling our lake house, and I want to do faux wood beams. Do okay. you have any help or recommendations, or most importantly, where I could see
14: something?
0: Um, well, you know, you got a bunch of choices when it comes to that. Um, there are actually foam... Would be how how long are these wood beams? Well, twenty four feet. All right. Well, you're not going to get those in foam. Well, I'm not going to say you're not, but you'd have to join them together, and they kind of look. Well, they come in many different sizes. Um,
13: well, r- what I've been looking online, I found them. Right. I'm just afraid. You want to? You want to? You want
0: to see them?
13: I would love to see yeah. them.
0: I mean, so the problem is, you know, back in the day. Um, you know, we would order these things from the lumber yard, but we didn't see them till they showed up either. And most, most lumberyards, even legit lumber yards, wouldn't carry something like this for you to see. So, okay. I mean... Not
13: even a sample wall like they do a uh, molding?
0: I mean, it's not, I gotta be honest with you, Terry, it's not that common, right? Are you looking for something simple?
13: Well... I'm a, okay. So here's my problem. This ceiling goes from seven ten to fourteen feet. So,
0: 14 uh, so it's feet, a so it's a, a lot of- right. But so it's a it's a it's a cathedral ceiling.
13: Yeah, angled okay. and and I and I just don't want it. What I you know the seven foot ten level is pretty low, and people are going to be able to see that. I don't want it to look super chintzy, and so. I guess I'm just going to have to start ordering samples from people. That's the only.
0: Well, okay. Who's who, who, who who's going to install these?
13: My contractor.
0: Okay, I mean, so just from us, a, a, if, if we're talking about a faux beam, okay, <clears throat> the simplest of samples your contractor could make, right? So, imagine um, they take a and are you going to stain them or paint them? Stain. Okay. So if you can imagine the, the width of the ceiling where you want to do these beams, and I don't know, you're going, to use, you're going to go every, in a perfect world, you'd go every 32 inches, so we'd end up right on a ceiling rafter, okay? Right. Now, have them take a block of wood and screw that through the drywall into the ceiling rafter, like a 2 by 4 okay? Then take a piece of one by 6 Maybe rip it down to, or, or let's call it a one by four. So you got yeah, th- but
13: that the size isn't my problem. It's the texture.
0: No, no, no. I understand, but I'm saying a, the the simplest of faux beams would be a flat piece of one by two pieces of one by on the side that kind of have yeah. a little reveal on the end. I mean, your contractor can make that for you, and then you can go. Yeah, I like that. Or no, I want it to look more. Uh, you know. So you're saying
13: because when I say faux beam, I mean that the styrofoam kind.
0: Well, right, but is but the styrofoam ones typically look like checked wood or something like that. Close up. So you're telling clo- me
13: I should just have him make them out of like one by six and right. and just Cause be here, done with it.
0: Because here's the thing, uh, Terry, when you're down low at that seven feet, it's going to look like a foam yes. beam. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. When it's up, you know, 14 or 20 feet in the air, you're like, "Oh, that looks good because you're not up on it." Right. But a simple okay. wood beam that your contractor could make out of one by material or it could be, you know, you could make it out of cedar or whatever if you want some texture. You know, there's a whole bunch of things and that would be that would be what I would do. All right.
13: I'm on my way to go talk to him right now, so we'll discuss it. <laughs>
0: Terry, I was up in Fond du Lac uh, about, a, I don't know, a month ago or so. It's beautiful up there.
13: It's lovely. We're on Lake Winnebago. Yeah. Looking, i was I'm looking I, out on I, the lake right now.
0: Beautiful. That is that is, a, that is a big lake up there.
13: It is a big, wild lake. There's yeah. no doubt about it. You yeah. don't get every every boating weekend.
0: Good. All right. Well, have fun. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. 857-557-4LU is our phone number. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this.
3: Hey, we all have that love-hate relationship with our homes, right? There's so much electricity in this house. I can't even comb my hair. It stands out like I just
6: stuck my finger in an electric socket.
3: But you've got to be nice to your house. In
5: frustration, I banged that box with my fist and the heat started again. And I thought, oh, I fixed it. <laughs>
3: then it will be nice to you.
5: But now I'm popping it up on my bed and hitting it with a baseball bat.
3: So if you're looking for... Other ideas. Now's the time to call Lou. He's taking your calls live right here on House hey, hey, Smart hey, hey, Radio.
6: How you doing, baby? 857 557
0: 4 857-557-4568. This is Marcy in Hobart, Indiana. Hi Marcy
14: good morning i love your show i love you marcy (laughs) listen um i got a really small bathroom and i don't understand when i turn the hot water on in the tub it starts coming out like in 10 seconds but when i turn it on to the sink it takes over a minute and the sink is only four feet away from the tub
0: so the reason that is, Marcy, is that the tub is unrestricted, so that tub spout doesn't have a, a restrictor on it, and when you turn the water on, more a, a larger volume of water is coming through there, and your vanity sink has an aerator that reduces the flow to 2.2 gallons a minute. I see. So, to test this theory, just so you don't think I'm crazy, which I am, you could show great uh, assiduous uh, effort on your part. Thank you. I'll do myself. Take the aerator off of that faucet in the vanity. So if you put your... You know what I'm talking about where the water comes out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Unscrew that. It may be clogged, but if you unscrew that and take it out, and you would turn on the hot water without that, first of all, it may splash a little bit, so be careful because unrestricted, it kind of gets a little crazy. But if you turn right. that on and you're like, huh, look at that. That guy was right. The water, I mean, it, The water lines there are probably a little bit smaller, too. It won't be as quick as the tub, but it'll be faster without that aerator. And if you clean the aerator, you may notice that you get the water faster also and get a little more pressure out of the vanity as well.
14: But there's no other way. I mean, if that doesn't work... It will work. Then it's just because the line is smaller?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you're you. It's uh, you said you got a small bathroom. Do you have a basement underneath this bathroom or no? Yes. Okay.
14: And the thing is, is that the the hot water heater. I mean, it's conventional hot water heater. And it's right there. And the kitchen sink is. Yeah, I got the same problem with the kitchen sink, and S- the kitchen is almost right on on top of it. Same thing. It's the
0: same thing with the aerator. The aerator reduces well, that. So here's the thing. If you tell me that the water comes out hot right away out of the tub, so now we know the water heater's working, correct? So that we know. Oh, yeah. So the only reason that you're getting it faster out of the tub is because it's unrestricted. It's like you're turning on a garden hose. Okay?
14: No, I, I understand. The only reason I'm asking all this is because I bought one of those bidet attachments for the toilet. Right. And hooked it up to the hot water under the sink. And so you have to wait a while for the hot water. But if I reach over, turn the hot water on for a couple of seconds in the tub and then use the bidet thing, the hot water comes out.
0: I'm just picturing that whole thing you just described there, Marcy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You sitting there reaching over to the tub. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I will tell you this. Yeah. I will will tell you this because I am a big fan of the – add-on bidets, the Tushy is the one we've talked about as well, that actually connects to the cold water. And I know that that does not... Good morning, everybody. I know that that does not sound comfortable, but it's not as uncomfortable as you think, and you'll have the cleanest bottom in Hobart, Indiana.
14: Okay, well... I can reach the tub if I need the hot water. I I prefer the hot water, but I just thought maybe there was some simple fix. It right. sounds like it's just the way the pipes are. Correct. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to me. You've helped me many times before. I love you. Love you too. Happy to ha- happy to help.
0: It's a clean rear end
14: right there. All right, let's
0: let's head into I'm just, can you picture that? I'm sitting there and I'm reaching over to the tub and I'm waiting for the hot water to warm up and it's an image, right? Good morning, everybody. Let's head into the WGN radio newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen.
3: Now for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New too New to Lou.
11: Good times, noodle salad.
3: No noodles. It's new to Lou, But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? Wanna fight everybody? Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to loo 2, and House Smarts
0: Radio.
10: Papa's got a brand new bag.
0: Our Noodaloo 2 is sponsored by. ChevyDriveChicago.com When you need a new ride You need a new Chevy You know, this new 2 Goes with the um, The advice that uh, Mike Jacobowski and I got From the late, great Charlie Lang A hundred years ago When we were kids Starting out in our own uh, business And he said, remember That the broom is mightier than the hammer when it comes to working on someone's home, right? Meaning that you got to clean up at the end of the day or during the day, so it's not just a mess because you're in someone's home and you gotta, you know, you gotta really clean up. So, I told you I'm working on these projects. Have you have you heard about the? Uh, <clears throat> they, they I don't think they sponsor my show, but they're on Radio, The Miracle Method. They come and recoat the tub. So on this bathroom I'm working on, we're getting them, they they recoded the tub. Looks beautiful. Kohler white, bright white, it's beautiful. But the tile, the, the course of tile that was uh, just above the tub was like discolored. We couldn't get it clean. And so I took my multi-tool and I cut out all the tile. I put a, tar- a tarp on the... Bat, on the bathtub, and I used that multi tool, you know, and cut all the tile out and replaced the tile and then re grouted it prior to the miracle method coming to do their magic. Creates all kinds of dust. This Noodaloo 2, I didn't get a sample. I purchased this. Lindsay was like, What do we want to do with Noodaloo 2? I go, Oh my God, this is the best. Because when you're taking out grout in that tub, was that fine dust from the grout, you know, filled with there. I took this to clean it up and none of it was in the air whatsoever. It all went into this noodle too. Take a listen. <laughs>
3: for those big old powerful and corded vacuums right well what about when you're somewhere like the job site or on the road and don't have access to a plug well our Palu has been getting his hands dirty lately doing some projects of his own and even Lou Manfredini has to clean up after himself and in doing so he found a new product he's been using that we're gonna tell you about this morning DeWalt's 20-volt max portable wet and dry vacuum is a cordless portable vac that runs off all 20-volt max battery packs and for a long runtime. It's great for general cleanup on job sites, cabinet cleanouts, drywall and masonry cleanup, even water cleanup. The HEPA wet-dry filter traps 99.97% of dust at 0.3 microns and has dual cleanup modes allowing debris removal with either the front utility nozzle or extendable rubber hose. The portable vacuum is easy to use, has a half-gallon tank with a heavy-duty latch for emptying and cleaning, has a large on and off switch so you have one hand access, a washable filter, and a heavy-duty rubber hose that provides durability and flexibility. Needless to say, this thing doesn't suck. Or wait, it does suck. It sucks in a good way. It's cordless. It's compact. It gets the job done, and it retails for ninety nine bucks without the charger. Assuming you already have one. If you don't have one with the charger, it is a hundred and fifty bucks. For more information, check out Lose Housemart's YouTube channel, and while you're there, be sure to click that subscribe button.
0: You crack yourself up. <clears throat> it does suck. No, it so does funny. suck. It. And so, just to clarify. The $99 is the tool only. Correct. It's more with the charger and a battery. Not just the charger. comes with, because you would need a battery. But if you're already using, you know what I was thinking? All these tool companies, they love the use of the word max, right? Like Toro, their battery is the 60 volt max. And DeWalt is the 20 volt max. There must have been some meeting where they're like how do we make it sound more powerful? Well, I'll just put the word mm-hmm. max in front of it or after mm-hmm. it or whatever. You're right. Right? They all use that. You don't You don't hear the 20 volt min. <laughs> right. That wouldn't sell. <laughs> right. Uh anyway, <clears throat> this thing's awesome. Lightweight. The container that it it latches, it it does have this real easy latch with me with my big mitts. Easy to operate and I was super impressed. When you're sucking up fine dust, that's how you tell if a um, if a vacuum cleaner and the filter system is worth its salt. Because you'll see it'll spray all over the the room that you're working in. That's not the case with this at all. Go to youtube.com slash TV and you will find out more information. 857-557-4568. Let's get a quick call in. This is uh, Gabriella in Chicago. Good morning.
8: Hi, good morning, Will. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I have so many questions for you. I'm so happy I got through. Huh. Uh, first thing is, um, I'm trying to do major cleaning in my kitchen. Okay. And, uh, so I wanted to paint, but, uh, everything, you know, we've been just cleaning here and there, wiping, but everything is very sticky. Like the, from cooking, the grease, the cabinets are, Very nice oak. I got them about, um, I think we got them about 15 years ago and they're real good quality. I think they're Marilac. Okay. And it's a nice oak wood and it's light and I wanted to know what to clean them with. And then over my stove, I bought a hood, another expensive hood. I'm not sure what brand that is, but that I don't know if it's not working right or I just I'm not cleaning it right. It has like three little covers underneath it and I've been taking them off. I take it outside, I put it on newspaper and I spray it with oven cleaner. Okay. But uh
0: does your let me let, of, let me ask you this. That hood that you have, is it a hood or is it a hood microwave?
8: No, no. I bought it as a separate item um to it's not like part of the stove, like some of those. You just turn on a little fan. It's a gigantic hood that we installed over it, that like an that, industrial hood.
0: Okay, and it vents outside.
8: I think it does, because my husband installed it, but he's sleeping. <laughs> it has like a little above, like... Um, from the ceiling down, there's a little box part of the ceiling. Right. It looks like a little coffin. I don't know if it goes in there and then goes out.
0: Okay. So, but when you turn it on, it's not. Sometimes hoods recirculate back into the room. You're, that's not happening.
8: No, it's not one of those cheap, like, stove ones.
0: Sure. No. Okay. All right. So, here's what I would do for the greasy stuff on the cabinets. I would go buy them. A... Could
8: I interrupt you one minute? Mm-hmm. I want to ask you real quick. I was thinking. Uh, no, I just wanted to take a guess that you're going to say buy some pine saw, which I already did. Nope. No? Okay. I'm <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> I, wanna be, okay. <laughs> I want to be... That's ar- okay. I want to be I want to be assiduous with my cabinet cleaning. I don't want to damage them. I want to be very gentle.
0: You're nicely done. <laughs> nicely done. Okay. So... Um, Here's the thing. There's a product, a degreaser called Crud Cutter. Okay. And I want you to lay a uh, drop cloth over your countertop under the wall cabinets because that's where you're going to spray this. And you're going to spray it onto the cabinets, you know, starting at the top to allow it to kind of drip down. You're going to leave it there for like 10 minutes. Okay. Then you're going to use a plastic... Um, scrubbing pad, right? Not something super aggressive, but just something with a little bit of a texture to it. And you're going to go with the grain and you're going to remove all this grease and then take a cotton rag and wipe it all down with a little, uh, you know, a a wet rag to wipe it all down. Once you use that cleaner, the key is, and they're going to use the same thing on the hood. You have to
8: let it sit there for 10 minutes. Okay, same thing on the hood. Uh-huh. Now, you know what? Could I also use? Uh, my husband just wants to paint over the paint, but the white paint, I see the streaks of yellow. It's sticky there, too, and it's very hard to get that off. Ten Could mi- I put that ten on 10 minutes the wall with the crud too? cutter, correct. Okay, good.
0: That's going to be your new and best then- friend. It's a really good degreasing product. Just be very mindful of where you spray it, so put a drop cloth down.
8: Okay, and that will not damage the wood. It won't take like a a shellac layer off or something from... No, no. Okay, it's gentle. It's (laughs) arciduous. Okay, good. All right, very good. And that's all. And what about inside that hood? Just take those three grills off. Take those. I spray it with that too?
0: You can, and then you can use a little brush to clean the grills, and then you can spray inside the hood as well with that and use a little nylon brush to scrub it and just use a... I would wear it with the hood because there's sharp edges. Make sure you wear some gloves so you don't cut your fingers when you're cleaning it. But um, the key with that product is you just got to give it a chance to sit, to do its job, to degrease, then you wipe it away. Thank you so much, uh, Gabriella, for the phone call. Uh, we're broadcasting from the Perma Seal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this.
6: I may not be living in Chicago, but I can still listen to my dad on House Mars Radio. It's like I can't shake the guy. Now I know how my mom feels. <laughs> that's funny. It's so cheesy. Ah, uh, full of bad dad jokes. I know that's exactly how you wrote it to be read, too.
3: Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Riding
13: on the city of New Orleans. Illinois Central, Monday morning radio. So
0: listen to this. On September 28th, 15 cars from 15 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., I am going to be a B-minus celebrity bar- barista day. at Will's Place, which is at 7927 day. Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. So, on the 28th of September, they have this fun thing. I've I talked to you about this Will's Place, which is a. Uh, it's Thursday, September 28th. Uh, they make these great sandwiches. They're open for breakfast and lunch and um, it is uh, just a fabulous new place in Skokie. I've posted some stuff about it and they're they do celebrity baristas. They must have run out of people and they asked me. Um, and, and uh, so anyway, I'm gonna be there from nine to ten AM making you coffee.
3: I'm I'm intrigued. Right? Have you do you know how to make coffee? Like do I know you how do you to, like to, the espresso I know how to thing? Drink
0: coffee. Uh, you mean like with the machine? I mean, I'm going to be trained. I'm trainable. I know. I can yeah. learn things, right? I don't know. I mean, I've That's never great. done it, but I'm excited. So September 28th, Thursday, from what did I say? Nine to ten. Nine to ten a.m. Uh, come visit me at 7927 Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. Will's place. It's kind of a neat so idea, it. right? Does I that sounds like fun. It. I'm going to get. I've always a-
3: wanted to be a barista.
0: Right. And then I'll I when people it. come in like when they write your name, Lindsay, and then I'll misspell the name. Totally. You know how they like that when you always see that stuff. I told the guy <laughs> my name was Bob, right? And then they they never get it right. Right. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is uh John in Jefferson Park. Hey John, good morning.
1: Good morning, Lou. Um, we moved into a nineteen forty nine brick home here in Jefferson Park. Um, upstairs in the rear are two bedrooms, and we're gradually trying to improve things in a most assiduous manner. Um, so in the attic, the two rooms are in the back, and the front part is, in, is an attic. Um, good, and jo- there's good, job. good
0: job with the cool. word, by the way.
1: <laughs> okay, there's insulation that's very old. It's a balsa wood. There must have been some leaks in the past, and they covered it up with pieces of cardboard, and so we're trying to clean it up. So what is the best way to insulate it? The walls that are by the bedrooms, I'm putting roll insulation. Should I put this roll foil film? Should I do the rafters? Should I put floor insulation? What's the best way to improve that?
0: So the walls are exposed now?
1: Um, well, there's just... they the. In the attic are walls from the two bedrooms, and they have old insulation. Right, so you're. Covered with so,
0: okay, so. No, but in the attic, you said, so there's. You see the studs. There's no.
1: Um, in the ceiling, because this, this stuff is falling down. I see. Somewhat covered with cardboard. And the, the bedroom walls um, are also covered with cardboard, and I put rolled ins- insulation on the vertical walls um, that on the other side of the bedroom.
0: Right. So, and you just like, you snuck behind there, like you, there's a cavity that you can get into.
1: There's a door from a closet in the bedroom. And so the front part of the house is just an open attic.
0: I would probably, I mean, if I was there on that, so now you're talking about the rafter portion coming up on the roof, correct?
1: Right. And that's where there's this old balsa wood. Yeah. And do you, you don't, um, you don't heat,
0: you don't heat that space, do you?
1: No, no. So is it's it... The bedroom's that are on the other side.
0: Right, but is it... Is that is there ventilation in that room from the outside, or it's closed up?
1: There's no ventilation. All these homes here, similar type homes, have the ventilation in the back, so I don't see any ventilation in the front.
0: I think I would probably just... I would take the old stuff down, and I would do a simple fiberglass craft-faced insulation and staple it in between the rafters. Probably nothing more, because you probably have two by four rafters, right?
1: Correct, correct.
0: So I would just do an R13 and kind of pack it full. So there's if there's no ventilation, then we'll just, any moisture that would go up there, the craft face will keep from permeating into the roof. And that's what i would put up there wear a mask okay, wear... Not,
1: not, not put it on the floor in the attic no okay
0: no all the, right the we floor yeah the floor decisions. yeah the floor you're gonna want to walk around up there so i would just do it up in that attic space and that should work out fine thanks so much for the phone call the news is next from the northwestern medicine newsroom don't go away we'll be right back
3: Hey, I hear you. Sometimes it's tough to keep up with what Lou's talking about.
0: Okay, but the diatomaceous earth, you can actually use that in gardening. I want you to buy a product called Concrobium Mold Control.
3: Concrobium. But let me tell you, sometimes he has a hard time keeping up with us, too.
0: You listen to Lou
11: Ferdinandini on Smart,
0: Smart Radio.
3: Come on, Lou, keep up. What he said. You're listening to Lou Manfredini and House Smart's Radio.
6: So those are my dreams, and these are my eyes. Stand all like a mm Welcome back. It's time like a horse.
0: when it's all mixed up. Then i break it down. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. World, I mentioned earlier, uh, before we get back your phone calls, that last week uh we were in Montana. And, uh, we went to Glacier National Park, which is like, uh, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just such a beautiful place and this enormous national park. And we drove up, up these beautiful winding mountains to like 6,000 elevation and went on these great hikes, which by the way, new knee working out great. Highly recommend it. Nice. I mean, not even a problem. That's awesome. But I will tell you. That, so we, so we're, it's Mike and I, Mary Beth, my friend, Chris, his brother, Tony and Terry, just to paint the picture and Tony's daughter and her significant other, they're seasonal workers in Montana. Like they work the ski slopes and he's a fishing guide and oh, she, man! so they are like really know the spots, right? So we're hiking through the woods and we're heading to this lake that it's like a seven and a half mile hike. And all I'm worried about is that we're someone's going to twist an ankle because, you know, we're in the woods and yeah. you got the bear spray, right? You got to carry oh, the bear spray, sure right? So we get down to this unbelievably beautiful lake nestled at the base of these mountains. I mean, it is like out of a postcard. And we're like, oh, let's go walk on this path over here and go around the lake over here, you know? And we go there and all of a sudden there's all these people kind of walking kind of briskly towards us. <laughs> and we're like... Uh, I, I go. Are you guys running from a bear? They're like, Yeah, there's a bear, and oh. so we stop, right? And we see the bear go into the lake, and it's kind of cool. It's a big black bear, and it's in the lake. And now it's far enough away, but the 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 seasonal young people go, Yeah, let's keep walking. You know what I mean? The other way, mm-hmm. like let you know you don't want it's a bear, right? So we don't want to meet the bear. So we right. turn around, and um, Mike for a while had a little bell hanging on him which evidently the key with the bears is you don't want to startle the bear so you wear a bell as you're walking the bell's ringing so the bear knows you're coming
6: ah uh, okay
0: but in the meantime uh the uh, annie the the young woman that works there you know works in the in the park and stuff she's she's going hey bear like you're, you're saying hey bear as you're walking like hey bear whatever now we're walking back mary beth is in front like a big line of us, you know, in the path. Then my friend Tony and then me. We're within 10 feet of each other. And 10 feet in front of her, a black bear runs across the path, oh. stops, looks at her, and then runs. Oh, mm. man. And Mary turns around, and she is as white as a ghost. <laughs> I don't know like, Hey bear, hey bear. You know we're like all we're all like hey bear, we're all trying to figure out what's going on like okay, we got to pick up our pace here and you know go and we got the bear spray just in case, but now we're moving quite briskly. And uh by the end, when we get out, everyone's fine, nobody got attacked by a bear. But you have to understand my friend Tony who's very good at embellishing the story. You know, we get back to the truck and he says, "Remember when Mary Beth got attacked by the bear and I wrestled the bear?" <laughs> so the story keeps getting bigger. Yes. It is Spectacular. I'm telling you, you got to go to Glacier. There's a direct flight from Chicago mm. to Calla pa- Montana. Never heard of that, did you? No. Nope. No. Well, there's an airport and you can fly direct. Beautiful. And it's right near Glacier National Park. Do they have the fall colors going? Um, you know, it's a lot of evergreen. Okay. Obviously there, uh, there wasn't a lot of fall colors, but the beauty was spectacular. Nice. I mean, just, I couldn't, I couldn't recommend it more. It was really, really, uh, spectacular. So that's definitely, that would be a cool like trip to take listeners on. I mean, it's oh, active. Yeah. Like we were going, 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 and really, uh, you know, it was quite challenging by the end of the day. I mean, we literally left in the morning, went on these long hikes, and you had to drive to certain areas. Then one evening, within the mountains, we went out and just parked the car in the darkness and looked up at the stars. Oh, man. With cool. no light pollution whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was unbelievable. It was like uh, it was like a checkerboard of stars up in the sky. Really just spectacular. Sweet. The Big Dipper, the Little Dipper. Oh, and you know, my... My friend Chris is like, that's Saturn over there. I mean, you can see all of that because it's so dark in the mountains.
6: Uh, I love that. It's really cool. Nice. It's on the list. On the list.
0: 857 Lou, 857-557-4568. This is Diane in Elmhurst. Hi, Diane. Hi, Lou. How can I help you?
15: I have a basement door um, that it, it's an access door to the outside and then and then you have to go upstairs to the outside. I can see some, like, space between the bottom of the door, and I, so I can see, like, some outside. And sometimes when it rains really hard, rain comes in. And I was wondering if I have to replace the door or if some of those, like, rubber, um, like, threshold things work.
0: Is there a drain on the outside of this door? Yes. There is. Yes. And does the and do you know if the drain is active like does it go to a sump pump or does it go to or does it go to the sewer or yeah. let me let me ask you this. How long have you lived in this house?
15: Uh 5 years.
0: Okay. So we've had some torrential rains in the last five years. How much water have you gotten through that door?
15: Um, So depending on like when it's really heavy, uh, pretty much comes in, but it doesn't like go past a certain spot in my, in my basement. You know, it's, it's so it doesn't like go into my basement and it's not like, you know, it just,
0: Okay but but wait, so, wait, wait wait, 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 so when that happens, have you have you noticed like, wow, that drain is clogged, or the in, in other words, when I come down the stairs from mm-hmm. the outside before I go to yes. the door, is there a landing there with a drain? Yes, okay, yes. does that ever fill up with water like a swimming pool?
15: um I don't think so, but um, it's an old house, and I don't know how long you know I have a feeling that that door was put in like after the house was built. But there's a tree in my neighbor's yard that has like these like pine needles that shed
10: Mm -hmm. and
15: they're always clogged. And so I'm always kind of cleaning that out Mm -hmm. and I don't have a sump pump. So that's why I'm going to say, no, it doesn't go to a sump pump. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where, you know, if where that drain goes. Um, And I might probably maybe need to have that drain Ratted out, right?
0: Ratted right out. That would probably so. You know, the thing is, I don't want you to the, the the important, the critical aspect of what you're describing is that that drain needs to work. Yeah. And we need to determine whether or not that drain works or not, and what it's connected okay. to, if anything. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, a couple different people you could call. Um, you could call Permaseal because they offer plumbing services okay. as well and they can mm-hmm. take a look at it. We also have a plumbing contractor that you've heard a lot about here uh, called Center Guard Plumbing. You could call them as well. They can inspect okay. and and find out and say, hey, Diane, this drain doesn't go anywhere. It's just gravel or whatever. And, yeah. then, and then either one of them can come up with a solution where they make these elevated caps with like a screen that will allow, in other words, if some of those pine, you know, the, the, the leaves that clog there... But it's elevated a little bit that the water can go up over the top and still go into the drain. It isn't yeah. that you're not going to still clean it, but you're not going to clean it as often.
15: Okay, all right, and and then so PermaSeal, they also do you do they raise like concrete? Um, like I have a sidewalk they, that's you know like they, uneven yeah, and so they, they okay, absolutely I thought do. that okay. So that might be a good place to call so then they could, like, handle two things at once.
0: 800 seal 800-421-SEAL is their phone number. Thanks so much for the phone call. It's time to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet.
3: You hear that? It's opportunity, knocking, to score a premier fiberglass exterior pre-finished door, currently available at Builder's Supply Outlet. BSO is known for securing amazing deals on top line products. So don't miss your chance to walk out with one of these chic pre-finished front doors. In modern and traditional styles with natural or dark stained finishes, they'll immediately upgrade the look of your home and save you money on energy. So get the door at Builder's Supply Outlet today.
0: want to hear a story how would you say this word t-i-e-d-t apostrophe S. I and most count ones
3: you're listening to lou manfredini any other way but teats (laughs) your proven saturday morning Tides, tight, Tide? Tide?
6: Anyone? My sister had a cat, and the cat birthed a litter of kittens. And
3: he's taking your calls live right now.
6: There was this one little run who couldn't really get access to the, to the.
0: I said the name of the place was Teet's Nursery, so we're just calling the nursery and. Teet, hey, this is Val. May I help you?
6: To the. Uh...
0: Now, well, how do I pronounce the name of the nursery? That's a family name, right?
14: Yeah, it's Teat.
6: Teat. Teat.
0: Teat
14: Nursery.
0: Teat nursery. Okay, perfect. All right, well, thank you so much.
14: You bet. Thank you. Bye.
0: Mm-hmm. Hello. Is now when I get the apology? Is this now when I would get the apology?
3: <laughs> now back to Lou. Trepeto. That's what I named
0: him.
3: And House Smarts Radio.
0: I can't say assiduous. Rini, <laughs> welcome back. Right,
3: the only word,
0: <laughs> the only one that I get right so is true. teats. 8, eight five seven five five seven four. Lou, eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. This is Jack in St. Louis. Hey, Jack. Good morning. Good
4: morning, good morning Lou. Thank you for taking my call. How uh, you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How may I help you this morning?
4: Well, can you hear me okay? I've got you on speaker. Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Um, We're house-sitting for my brother-in-law down in St. Louis, and um, they're away in Ireland for a couple weeks. Nice. And we we discovered a bat nesting in one of their chimneys on their outdoor patio. And we are lovers of all God's creatures, but we'd like to delicately remove that bat before they return.
0: So way, so you're, is it like a covered porch?
4: Yes, it's a covered porch. Thank you. And it's a fireplace add-on. So it appears to have an open cap at the top of the fireplace, but we've noticed the bats exiting the chimney at dusk and then leaving droppings overnight. And we're nervous because when my brother-in-law returns, they're hosting a big wedding shower, hmm. and we'd like to ensure the bat is out of here.
0: Okay, now, so you think the bat is in the chimney?
4: Yes, sir, because we've seen it exit at dusk, and, and then there's, there's the droppings.
0: And there's no, chi- the, and the, so there's no chimney cap?
4: doesn't appear to be. I sent a picture in yesterday via text, and uh, it appears to be an open ceramic cap area
0: okay and you can't and that's like way up high you can't get up in there
4: yes sir i couldn't we could certainly get the mason out here the other chimney in the house has two exiting ceramic um, shapes that are capped
0: okay so the so the thing is you need to get the uh you need to get a chimney cap on there obviously that's the key And if you, and that's pretty easy to install. I mean, that's for, you know, someone that could put a ladder up there, they can go up, measure it. They screw onto the side of the, the, you know, the uh, clay tile, whatever it is. And then just tell the chimney people that when they get up there, there's a bat. Now the bat's not going to like it when the guy goes up there, but even though they're nocturnal, once it gets disturbed, it'll fly away. Okay. And then they'll cap it. They'll cap it, and, you know, he'll inspect it, make sure there's no other bats in there before he caps it. And then that should solve the problem.
4: Okay. Thank you for that because we were afraid if we capped it without it exiting it might just make itself to home and stay nesting in there yeah
0: no 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 it'll it'll once once the ladder goes up and they even though they're sleeping during the day they'll get disturbed they'll fly away and then that cap can go there you're good you're good brother-in-law to get this uh handled for them while they're in ireland it's very nice but yeah i'm a i'm a big i'm a bat lover i don't want them living with me but i i like what they do for the world and us so that's a good one all right when we come back you know choosing paint colors is uh is a tough one and uh you know what's funny is like when you're if you're thinking about selling a house or doing that they'll talk about making the colors as simple as possible i love a good splash of color but also many times even just muted stuff can can make a difference we're going to talk to uh someone that uh knows all about color and picking them and how you can stay on trend and get the most bang for your buck that's coming up after this report of wgn radio news with don
6: Kleppen.
3: You're listening to Lou Manfredini.
0: Hi, Elise. Hi, I was wondering about exterior brick staining, if you had a recommendation of a product to you.
3: He's answering your questions. Who's
0: going to do this work? Uh, myself and my husband. And
3: taking your calls live.
0: Tell me about the brick you have now.
8: Um, It's ugly. It's, it's, that's all I know.
3: All you have to do is call.
0: Okay. You know, a, a couple that stains brick together stays together.
3: Right here on House <laughs> Smarts Radio. <laughs> Ow, he's brick. So
0: Welcome back to How Smarts Radio, Lou Ferdini I think when it comes to doing anything around your home, the, the biggest challenge for a lot of people is visualization, right? Like, what's it going to look like? I can't quite understand it. I mean, Lindsay, who is like super creative and awesome, she when it comes to the home has a really hard time going, I don't know if this color, what if I move that wall or whatever? And the advent of the internet and websites and blogs and YouTube, I mean, we post a lot of stuff on our YouTube channel that you you can see what's going on. And when it comes to color and style and trends, It's a really good idea to spread that around and look and see what other people are doing. That's what we're going to do this morning. Uh, Joining me on the phone line is uh, Sean McBride, along with his wife, Morgan. They run a bunch of different websites. One in particular is called Charleston Crafted. Sean, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio.
16: Good morning, Lou. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You know, uh, I was just thinking about this, and uh, Lindsay loves... Charleston, and she has this. Uh, my producer has this thing like, I, you know, in my past life, I think I lived in the South, so I'm sure that you know the name of your website didn't hurt at all when she was hunting around and and looking for people that we could talk to about in kind of this visualization. Uh, I know you've been doing this for a while. Don't don't you find that that's one of the hardest things for people to kind of understand what it's going to look like when it's done.
16: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and we've been doing this for a while and obviously Charleston is a historic town and one that uh, is, is vibrant in color as a as a city, you know, in its in and of itself. I don't know if you've heard of Rainbow Row downtown. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little strip. Yeah. Strip of houses. That's all these different vibrant rainbow colors. So, you know, this is a colorful town in general. And, you um, but, you know, paint colors is, is definitely a big part of home improvement and, and the process itself. You know, when you're visualizing a space, you know, you, you think about your furniture, obviously, and the accent pieces and the things you love. Um, but that that paint color that's on the walls is, is really what is going to be kind of like the statement piece uh, in general across your home. And And it's
0: one of those things, too, where, you know, when you – I've always said to people – well, I, I don't really like to do stuff myself, I don't know how to do that, you know, and I mean, painting's pretty easy, and if you choose the wrong color, yeah, okay, you spend some time to put it on the wall, but you can just paint over it again, and it's it's a great way to kind of start doing, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I you know, I, I looked at your story with you and your wife, um, I mean, you kind of came into this whole uh, genre of this these blogs and these websites as just novices, right? And, and you two obviously are motivated to try stuff and, you know, have, have turned it into this nice, nice little business and, and show place for the things that you do.
16: Absolutely. Yeah. We started this about 10 years ago when we lived in a condo together and, you know, so with, with a condo, I, I didn't have any tools and didn't have, um, you know, any any previous knowledge on, like, building furniture or, or have a space to even do that in a condo. And, um, you know, as we've grown, we've, we're now in our second, you know, full house since then. And I, I have a big workshop now in the garage, and I own tools, and I build all our own furniture. I do all of our, you know, home improvement projects myself. Um, But back, you know, going back to those condo days, you know, some of the first things we did um, in more of a, even though we owned it, it was more of a, you know, as they say, renter friendly, right? One of the most renter friendly or easy projects you can do is paint. And I love what you said, like, people sometimes are afraid of painting. And honestly, it's, in my opinion, the least intimidating home improvement project you can do because you are able to change it very easily. Sure, a can of paint now costs like 50 bucks, but you can, Easily redo that if your you know your taste change or your mood changes. Um, you know we go back to thinking about that condo day. You know that's one of the things about paint colors is it, it, samples aren't everything because we painted our our master bedroom at the time uh, what we thought was a nice gray color and it turned out that when the sun went down and we had the interior lights on that color looked purple oh, and we wow. didn't notice it with just the swatch up on the wall and. But with, with lighting, um, really changed what that color looked like. So, you know, that's like one of those things. You don't have to live with that. You can, you can change that if you want to. Um, it's a pretty easy do-it-yourself project, for sure.
0: Now, you know, you, you mentioned Charleston is such a, a vibrant, colorful town. Um, have you noticed more people and like in some of your projects, are you using brighter colors? I know that grays were really popular for a while and, uh, and I like gray, don't get me wrong. And I I think it can look really nice, but I also like, uh, I like, I like statement colors in particular. I mean, I can remember once, um, we built a home for, uh, some, uh, some buyers once, and they did this, it was this blood, red powder room that took something uh-huh. like six coats of paint to get the depth of the color now it was a small you know it was definitely a statement room and while we were doing it i i wasn't the painter we had a painting contractor and i was like oh my gosh i can't you know i can't and and i'm pretty good at visualizing but when it was all said and done it looked amazing and I had to turn to the client and go, wow, you really had a great eye. I mean, some people have great eyes for colors. I mean, do you have anything like in, in, in this year that, that you really like or you're seeing more and more of when it comes to color?
16: Yeah, I mean, you're you're spot on with when it comes to the accent colors and vibrant colors being what people are into these days. So, you know, think about it this way, too. A vibrant color today is different from... What people did in the 90s, like you mentioned, so that dark, deep, blood red color that people would put a dark color in their dining room, a dark color in their uh, living room, like every room was a different, very bold yeah, color. Yeah, that yeah. that that color blocking trend is not what you're seeing today, but people are using more color. So, like you know, in the last few years, um, you know, light gray across the across the house, followed by then it was whites and, and creams again. And, and now people are definitely getting into more bold colors, but they are more muted bold colors. So they're, mm. you know, they, they're they cooler toned bold colors instead of warmer tones. So, you know, it brings in, brings it down a little bit, has a little bit more gray to it instead of a yellow hint in it. And that's kind of the difference, but like there's a lot of really bold colors that are, um, you know, really popping off right now, you know, there's dark green and and red are, are definitely in trend. Um, I think Bear has named a, a color of the year next year. That's a, is a shade of black. Um, Barbie, the movie this year has <laughs> brought Barbie pink in. Yeah, yeah, uh, right, and, right. And yeah, and it's, you know, people, people always get tired of, um, you know, of, of everything. So people get tired of bold, then they get tired of neutral, then they get tired of bold, and it goes back and forth. Um, but you know, these, these, these big bright colors, they're often great for like an accent wall or accent pieces in your home, even if they aren't, if, if you're scared to do like your entire first floor, a dark green color, right? You know, I was thinking, and, and it's also with, with those colors too, you got to remember too, also just like things like how much lighting you have in your house and, and yeah. in your room, yeah. how many windows you have. because. If you, if you don't get a lot of um, light that shines in into a specific room, painting it a darker, bolder color is going to make it look smaller and closed off. Mm-hmm. Those are the types of rooms you want to paint with a lighter color. Yeah. If you have a room that gets tons of natural light and is big and open, like, say, your gathering space, that's one where you can be a little bit more risky with a darker color
0: you know who loves all the changes in these colors from year to year are the paint manufacturers because it's it's good for them right and and trying to sell more paint which i think is a good thing um what's really good there's info- a
16: specific reason that each paint brand uh names a color of the year right every year. right and that's right it's not because they it doesn't really get it. people are buying paint one way or the other it's just uh they can entice people to change the color in their house, then those people that already have painted walls are going to buy new paint.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. Give me, um, Sean, give me a little bit about uh, some of the websites you guys run so people can go there and get some inspiration.
16: Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, Charleston Crafted is our um, original website, charlestoncrafted.com. And on there, we share tons of home improvement projects that you can all do it yourself. Our, our goal with that is, is to make all of our projects, including our woodworking uh, building projects, as user friendly and accessible as possible. So there's tons of YouTubers out there that do incredible work, but they're using high end tools and really expensive hardwoods. And we try to make sure the things that we do in our house, um, you know, that for the most part, you can get those things at your local home improvement store. So if you're looking to, um, you know, build a, a furniture piece in your house or um, if you like plants, need some plant stands or anything like that, we have everything from beds to plant stands to dining room tables, um, everything in between. Lots of woodworking plans available on our site, lots of home improvement inspiration, and we got a lot of stuff about paint colors on there. But if you want to get deep into paint colors, one of our other websites is called paintcolorproject.com, and that has everything you need to know comparing different color tones for different rooms. And what even the direction of, that your house faces, so you can get really in depth if you're looking to learn about paint. Um, and I'll even throw this out there, Lou, for your for your listeners here. If you do go to CharlestonCrafted.com and you find a woodworking plan that you're interested uh, in building for your home, um, type in promo code Lou L U L right? O U L O U L O U works. L-O- well, if you uh, I'll tell you
0: what. If you're <laughs> gonna, if you're gonna, I'll tell you what. If you're gonna create a coupon code right for the listeners then uh, do this because we've used this for other uh, people as well. Call it a Lupon.
16: A Lupon. I love it. L- uh, so enter code Lupon. L-O- L-O-U-P-O-N. A Lupon. I love that. <laughs> uh, all right. If you, if you find a woodworking plan on our website, enter the code Lupon and uh, you'll get 25% off.
0: Sean McBride is the co-owner of Charleston Crafted along with his wife, Morgan. Sean, uh, really nice speaking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time this morning.
16: It was well, Lou. I hope you uh, visit Charleston soon.
0: You're listening to Housemarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this.
3: You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Hi, Lou. How are you today?
0: I am doing great on this beautiful, beautiful day. How may I help you this morning?
3: And House Smarts Radio. Accidentally,
13: some candle wax was spilled on my laminate kitchen floor. He's
3: taking your calls live.
13: I Googled it and it said use warm water and vinegar, and I tried that and it doesn't do any good.
3: On any questions about your home that the old Google can't answer for you. Now back to your host, Lou, right here on House Smarts Radio.
10: It's been
0: such a long time. I think I be going. Welcome back. Yeah. 857-557-4LU. This is uh Roland. Oh no, Ronald in New Lennox. Hi Ronald. Yeah, Ronald. Yeah. I was all excited Hi. about I was all excited about Roland because you don't hear that name, but you don't hear Ronald all the time either, so are you ronald
12: i'm doing all right um i've got a question about plumbing so um we just purchased a new house and whenever we run the sink in our bedroom upstairs we could hear dripping on the main floor like inside the wall um and i don't know like do i need to actually like pull the drywall and like figure this out or is there another way to do this to figure out if we have an actual leak,
0: so only when you run, <laughs> only when you run the kit, the sink in the bathroom.
12: Yeah, if we run the shower, the tub, flush the toilet, nothing. It's just the sinks at the vanity.
0: And you hear the dripping in the room below. Yes. Hmm. I mean, that, that sink should, that vanity sink should all tie into the same drain that the tub and the toilet ultimately goes into. Now, there, it's possible that there is a horizontal run in the wall that could be leaking. Um, and you don't see any evidence of any water damage.
12: No, the wall looks fine. The floors aren't showing any signs of damage. There's a unfinished basement below that floor. We looked. We figured out which pipe is the one draining, and we don't see any damage near that either.
0: And no, and so the pipe you figured out which pipe is draining, and you don't see any water. It's not damp or anything.
12: No, it's not damp. You know, if you touch it, you don't feel any condensation or anything. Okay,
0: so let's try this a couple times before we do anything i want you to fill the vanity sink with water right and then i want you to let that drain under pressure right with a volume of water and see if anything leaks then and maybe repeat that a couple of times if you don't see any water leaking it could just be a dripping and it only happens when it's running yeah So When
12: we turn it off, it it continues for like a few seconds. And
0: then then it stops. So it could just be the way it's piped where it's somehow dripping down there. So two two things I want you to do. Fill up the sink all the way. Let it drain under pressure. And if it drains really well, that's great. And if you don't see any evidence there, it wouldn't open up anything now until you actually see some evidence of it. I think it could be the way it's piped. The other thing I would try to see if this alleviates it is take the pop-up off the sink, okay. buy a drain cleaner called Instaflow, follow the directions on the package, and try and clear that drain. Maybe it's a, it has to do with a buildup of gunk or something in there where this dripping is occurring, and it might be if you clear that pipe, you eliminate the dripping sound. Okay. All right? We'll try that, then. Call me back next week and let me know what happens. I'd be curious to find out what the resolution to this problem is. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios, and the news is next. From the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini, right here on House Smarts Radio.
10: Before you get caught on that ladder, let me tell you what it's all about
5: you a few things that matter that you can put a fence around and then he laid it out by dirt welcome back
10: 857
0: 557 for Lou 857
10: 557 4568
0: Andy uh, you and your lovely bride have a dog don't you we certainly do Otis Otis that's right Otis we love Otis he loves us he does That's a, that's a, uh, uh, animal house, House. Mm -hmm. Otis. He loves us. And of course there's mama's boy, Otis, AKA Otis Wilson from the 85 bears. Is that what he's named after? Uh, it's, it's kind of a combination of both. Got it. And, 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 uh, Don, you and Gretchen have a cat.
6: We do. Stumpy. Okay.
0: Stump,
6: Stumpy. That's right. Yes. He has a stump tail.
0: (laughs) Stumpy. And what was Joe Brand's, uh, Pinkerton. 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 Pinkerton, yes. the one eyed cat. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would like to give Andy. I don't know if this happens with cat. is it your cat. Is your cat an outside cat? Uh, no, pretty in, indoor. Okay. So Thursday night, Andy, mm-hmm. I take the dogs on a walk <clears throat> in the evening, and we have a successful walk. We were uh, we got a successful. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Production mm-hmm. prior to going to bed. All that before we bring the dogs Do back the in, yeah. take care of your business. Everybody's happy. We come back into the backyard, and I take the dogs off the leash, and you know Bruno goes sniffing around. All of a sudden, I'm here and go, Row! and I'm like, "Oh no!" I knew immediately. Skunk got skunked in the backyard.
10: Oh.
0: Yikes! And so, a number one. If this has never happened to you, immediately close the doors to the house. Mm-hmm. So our back porch doors were open. I. He like looks at me and he and he looks at me like he did something wrong. I felt bad for the dog. I run up inside. I close the doors immediately so he can't go in the house. And he got skunked. Ugh. And I mean, Poor guy. I, I walk over to him and he sm and Flo, who's like away from him. I grab her. I bring her in the house. And now I realize downstairs in the basement. And Andy, you're gonna buy one of these and okay. you're gonna keep it right. called Skunk Aid. Skunk Aid. We featured this on How Smarts Radio as a noodle two years ago. I actually even put them on the Today Show because huh. it's the greatest. It was an invention by some Buffalo Grove young ladies in the science class. Hmm. Okay? And what they figured out is everybody goes with the getting rid of a skunk thing with the wrong thing. They, like, immediately want to shampoo the dog. And the minute you introduce water... To the oil it's not good mm. they have a dry so i go in the house i knew where it was it's like a little box i open it up i read the directions there's a box of powder and so you take put gloves on and you take dry powder and you put it all over the dog ah. now he is he is a like um, dry rub a dry rub yeah. exactly gotcha and um and so I'm rubbing the dog and put, and he's like, "What is going on?" Right? You leave it there for five minutes. Then there's another solution you mix in a, a bottle. Looks like a ketchup bottle. It all comes in the kit, and you get more than one application in the kit, which is kind of cool, right? In case it gets skunked again. Right. So here I am outside, nine thirty at night, and I'm getting the solution all over. I'm combing the dog out, and he's just unhappy, <laughs> and um. The next day, he smelled almost like a rose. Wow.
3: Come on. That's impressive.
0: Now, if I, now it's uh, Saturday. This happened on Thursday. If I put my nose right up next to his nose and I take a sniff, there's a faint whiff. Mm. But, you know, with the skunk, if they come in the house or anything, and I, he slept on the back porch, which he was fine, put a little blanket, he had water, right, outside of the house, and I'm telling you. Uh, this is not a promotion, but we do actually sell the product at both of our stores, but you can also go to buyskunkaid.com, and I think there's still a video up of me at the Today Show, but my point is this works. I have yeah. no affiliation with this company other than I love the fact that the, these young ladies in a science class figured this thing out, and it's still continuing. I mean, I think all those girls have probably graduated from college by now, right? <laughs> right, it years ago for sure. It was a few years ago. That's and awesome. So, Andy, this is put on your list. Okay. Put it so you have it because you are going to need it when it happens. I am um, looking at it right now on that big gigantic uh, warehouse store. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. They got it there too. Good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. yep. All right. Anyway, that's my skunk story, nice. and I am sticking with it. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Debbie in Villa Park. Hi, Debbie.
9: Hi, Lou. How
0: are you? I'm doing well.
9: Good, good, good. I have a question. I was delinquent, and I have a new deck. Well, it's new, but it's a year old. And due to circumstances beyond my control, I was not able to get it power-washed and sealed until now. I need to know, and the people who did it put some kind of putty in spots, um, and now it's starting to fall off. And what it appears to be is that they covered like nicks or rough spots in the wood like little chunks that have come out that they I would think they should have sanded down but they just swept this stuff over the top of it right Uh, my question is 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 there anything special I mean I'm assuming sand those spots down uh they don't look like deep in my I mean I wouldn't cosmetically I wouldn't worry about it you know just staining for it because I don't think you would even notice it's not that big of a thing once you stain it um, you're going to, you're going to,
0: you're going to do this
8: yourself. Yeah. Okay. I was
0: planning on it. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, I mean, the thing is when you put putty in there, if you're going to stand it, the, you know, that putty's not going to take the stain like the rest of the wood. So if, to your point, if the, if the little marks and whatnot are not egregious, you know, not like crazy, like, Oh my gosh, look at that big chunk of wood missing. Yeah. I would just lightly sand it. I mean, if you're going to redo this, the, the, th- the thing to do is to do some light sanding. Well, I would power wash the deck to get it clean. Then I would do the sanding to open up the pores of the wood, in particular on the flat portion of the deck. Then rinse the deck. So
13: I should do, I should
9: do, I should do all the deck, sand the deck, not just those rough spots?
0: Oh, you just want to do the rough spots? That's all you want to do?
9: No, I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know what to oh, do because I, like I, I say okay. it's been a year now. I see, I see, so this is it's, treat, okay. it's treated wood, right. you know what I'm saying, and it hasn't been done for a year. It's been sitting out in the wild or in the wild, whatever for a year. Uh, so now I'm finally getting around to doing it.
0: So it's so never, wait, I, I so it's, okay, okay, so I just want to understand. So it's <laughs> never been stained and you do want to stain the whole deck or you don't? Correct. I
9: want to seal it. I, I mean, I, I'll do whatever to, I've been told I should seal it, so it doesn't crack or split or do whatever. Okay. So I,
0: the yeah. the word so the word seal is a is a. I like the word stain because stain goes into the wood. How big is this deck?
9: Okay, six by nine, and there's six stairs.
0: Okay. So I would clean the deck then i would power la- wash it power wash it then i would sand all the boards in particular the flat boards that look up at the sky because we need to open up the pores oh. of the deck and then once okay. it's sanded and as smooth as you want no putty everything looks good then use a semi-transparent deck stain and the one that i like is called penafin p e n o-f-i-n
9: can you spell that one more time please
0: p-e-n-o-f-i-n okay and you're going to buy that and you're going to brush it on and then you're going to wipe it off brush it on wipe it off like a few boards at a time and it's rosewood oil base it'll protect the wood and it'll do a nice job
9: Okay, and it comes in different colors. It's different it does. colors. It does. Okay, okay. It's a semi-transparent deck stain by Penofin. Correct. And why do I need to brush it on and wipe it off? Brush it on, wipe it off. That's the, get it to the that, color I that
0: want? no, that is the process for the Penofin, How it goes on? You work it into the wood fibers. So, like you're, gonna, t- you're I know gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna say three boards at a time. You're gonna brush it on, get it all nice, and say you're gonna get to the end. And then you're going to turn around, and take a rag, and just kind of wipe off any of the excess to work it into the wood.
9: Okay. Okay. And I'm assuming the directions are on the can as well. So. Correct. All right. Thank you so very much for your time and your help.
0: Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. I was a very young married man at the time when I threw out the fine. Yeah, you look fine. You are listening to Lou Manfredini. And it was like in passing. Like it was, we were going somewhere like out to dinner. How do I look? Oh, you look fine. Like, let's go. And House Smarts Radio. I can remember as I turned, it was like I hit a force field. It was like and it like pulled me back. Lou's
3: taking your calls. And
0: I saw the look on her face. And it took me a second to realize, well, what, what, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs>
3: and offering possibly life-saving advice on more than just home improvement. Like the
0: only time you use fine is like, what kind of sandpaper should I use? Fine. <laughs> That's the only time I should use that word.
3: <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini, <laughs> doing just fine right here on House Smarts Radio. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. This is Marilyn in Elsip. Hi, Marilyn.
3: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm well.
15: Um, I have a question about um, two faucets. Uh, my bathroom faucet is the the you know hot and the cold separate, and the no- and I can't. I'm having a hard time turning like the knobs. Um, they're very hard to turn. And then the kitchen, I have one, you know, the one regular kitchen one i don't know how to describe it and the base of it is supposed to turn into each sink and i can't get that to turn either it's really hard is there something i could spray
8: on it or
0: Mm, it's probably a calcification on the on everything that needs to be clean like the with the two-handle one you probably have to take that apart clean up the cartridge so there's it's turning the water off right it's not leaking
7: No, it's right. It's turning it off.
0: Right. Right. So the cartridges probably have to come out. It has to be cleaned up of the calcium buildup, and you kind of brush it, but it needs to be taken apart and then assembled, put back together to loosen it up. Spraying it probably won't get you very far, and it won't really make a big difference. Um, Do you have a plumber?
7: I do. Uh well you can give me one if you have one. Well
0: you could call the thing is with our, our friends over at Center Guard, they you can actually uh text them pictures of uh like what you need done and they can kinda tell you what it'll cost for them to come out and do it. Oh, okay. Okay. Center Great. Center Guard Plumbing, here's the number eight four seven four zero six. 406 Eighty
15: eight eighty three. Eighty three. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Uh, And probably the same problem with the one in the kitchen
7: then, too. hundred percent. (laughs) Okay.
0: That's kind of what I thought. All right. Yeah. Uh, Good luck with that. And they should be able to fix that up for you. No problem. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-5574. Lou, that's our phone line. That's our text line. We'll do our Just Text Me segment after this report of WGN Radio News.
3: Time for Just Text Me.
6: How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy, look. It's
3: that easy. And send. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so funny
10: how we don't talk
9: anymore.
0: Our Just Text Me segment is sponsored by ComEd, Powering Lives, 857-5574-LOU. Do you have some text messages for us? I sure do,
3: Lou. Uh, Let's see. The first one here is Lou just got a house in Southern Michigan with that needs a new HVAC system. Any recommendations? Oh God. Thoughts on carrier? Uh, What's that? Thoughts on carrier?
0: Well, carrier is, um, is a terrific brand. Um, carrier and Bryant made by the same manufacturer, both very good. Um, train also, you know, the name brand brands out there. Carrier, Bryant, Train, American Standard, Lennox, uh, Ream, Ream Rudd, uh, Payne is a version uh, made by Carrier as well. All very good uh, products. The biggest issue is that who's installing it. That's the most important thing. So make sure that you're getting someone with a lot of experience. They'll do a load calculation, make sure the sizes, you know, the newer equipment is not going to be. You may be surprised, depending on the age of the equipment you had, where it's, uh, and the heating and cooling, it's a smaller BTU. Um, there is also the opportunity, you know, we talk about this Mitsubishi Electric, that they have retrofit systems that can go into an existing system and then run it all off of electric with no fossil fuel. So that's an option for you as well. And if you wanted to learn more, you go to Get a Comfy Home, com for more information. How about another one?
3: All right. Lou, my bathroom tiled floor is cold in the winter. Crawl space underneath. Can I spray foam? Can I spray foam the whole underside of the floor?
0: You can. Um, I don't know. It will help to temper the floor a little bit, but I think you'll still you you probably will notice very little because it's the tile and the temperature You know, so think about it, you're in the wintertime in particular, you know, maybe you're heating the home to 72, 73 degrees. That's what the floor is as well. And what I would do is maybe spend more time with some clear caulking around the perimeter where the base trim meets the tile to seal out any drafts. And what can also be helpful is installing an electric toe kick heater under the kitchen vanity. Now, this would require an electrician to run a line there, but it has a thermostat and it would heat the floor right at your toes when you're at the sink. And in that area, if that's where, you know, we predominantly are hanging out by the sink when we're in the kitchen, it would heat that floor around there, and I think you would find a huge difference there. I just don't want you to, the spray foam will, will help, but I don't want you to think like it's a silver bullet that like, oh, the floor, now it's like the Bahamas. It's not going to be that way. It will temper it a little bit. But uh, a separate heater in that space would work really well. One more?
3: One more. Excuse me. Um, any ideas how to gently clean porcelain figur- figurines? The, they have been exposed to household elements for many years, and I think they need more than just what dusting can do. Still thinking like precious moments, maybe? Is that right?
0: Love is. Um, right? Isn't that what those are? Precious <laughs> moments? Um <laughs> I mean, I think that if you need a little deep-down cleaner that isn't going to be harmful, it's not uh, porcelain, sure. You know what I would do? I would use wet and forget. And what I would do there is they make a pre-mix spray bottle that you can buy. Do this outside, like in the garage. It doesn't have to be outside, but spray it. Let that wet and forget sit on the porcelain for I don't know ten minutes. Then use a soft bristled like a toothbrush, and uh, and scrub it a little bit and then rinse it. It's not typically designed for you to do the scrubbing, but that will help break apart any of the organic material from the dust and whatever. And a little soft bristled toothbrush will help clean it up pretty well for you. And I think you'll be happy with the results. That's our Just Text Me segment, sponsored by ComEd, Powering Lives. 857 4 Lou is our phone number. This is Mary Ann in Chicago. Hi, Mary Ann. How are you doing? I'm good. How may I help you?
7: I was trying to check to see. I have like a cement staircase, and the area that goes in the corner that hits the house wall, there's like a black type of material, and I noticed yellow jackets were going in the crevices. It's getting old. How do I replace that? What do I put on?
0: You mean it's in the in the joint between the two concretes?
7: Right. 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 It's like it, it from where the staircase goes into the house brick. It goes right, you know, there's like a line going all the way down so to that, the foundation. So
0: that's called expansion. It was
7: black and I was wondering what is that?
0: It's called expansion joint and it's kind oh, of expansion. it's a it's a oil-based impregnated felt product. Felt. Okay. And it comes in little like thirty inch long by three inch long pieces that they put in mm-hmm. there to allow the concrete or the house to expand and contract, and so okay. it can be removed and you can replace it with new material okay and um, okay so you can you can buy it at either a hardware store or a home center and you okay. may you you know you'd have to dig out what's there and get a, a slot and then you're gonna put the new one in and kind of tamp it down to make it nice and even.
7: You sort of just poke it back in again.
0: Correct. Wear some some gloves.
7: Gloves, definitely. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks for your help.
0: You're welcome. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, don't forget about the Toro September product of the month giveaway. Uh, Show leaves. No mercy with the Toro September product of the month. Enter to win. The Toro 60 Volt Max Brushless Leaf Blower at WGNRadio.com slash contest. This battery-powered leaf blower is an aerodynamic beast to make small work of huge piles, even the heavy wet leaves, from 0 to 157 miles per hour in 1.3 seconds flat. With the push of a button, variable speed trigger, turbo boost, and even cruise control, the brushless motor... And its run smart technology deliver more power and more runtime and a longer life. And of course, the interchangeable battery works with the full lineup of 75 plus Toro tools for all season power. Enter to win. At the Toro 60 Volt Max Brushless Leaf Blower, the Toro September product of the month at WGNradio.com slash contest. Man, this is some choppy, choppy copy. That's WGN Radio dot com slash contest the sweepstakes ends uh, saturday september 30th at 11 59 p.m central wgnradio.com slash contest for the toro 60 volt max brushless leaf blower we're broadcasting from the permaseal foundation repair studios don't go away we'll be right back
5: you're tuned in to lou i did some research on a tankless water heater i was told that there's a minimum water pressure
3: if you've got a question now's the time to call
5: and i may
0: not have enough pressure i was wondering if there is a pressure device that i can check the pressure myself. no pressure look at me i'm like a scientist now back
3: to lou Manfredini.
0: fire up the bunsen burner and get to work
3: and a house smarts radio
0: Welcome back. 857 557 4 Lou. This is uh, Lucio in Westchester. Lucio, good morning.
5: Hey, thank you, Lou Manfredini. You're fantastic. I actually want to thank you because I use center guard uh, plumbing. Over, uh, I, I called them in April. They came out, put a new hot water tank in, and tremendous. My water tank in Westchester, I had it for about maybe fourteen years. Yeah, and I have all the hot water t- I need now. Here's the next question I had for you, uh, or the next statement. Arnold Electric, they also were at my at my house because they put some motion sensors on my garage, so I drive out with my big silverado in the morning and they did a great job lou i appreciate all of your your references work working out
0: um that's really nice of you to say and I, and I really appreciate that because um here's the thing you know most of the time we only you know people only complain about the bad stuff and so it's <laughs> nice to, well, it was it really is i think for all of us right we all need to take time sometimes to recognize uh, people that do good work. And, um, you know, the statements you made about both Arnold and CenterGuard, I've heard from other people as well off the air. Mm -hmm. And so it's very nice that you had a good experience with them. Um, I've gotten to know both of those companies intimately. I use them as well. And they're very good technicians. They're very good at what they do. They're honest. They charge a fair price, and they do excellent work. Mm
5: Right, right, exactly. Now my last question is, I'm thinking about the cold winters coming up with the ice, and yep. I heard that Arnold Electric they're talking about uh, being rid of all the different. Uh, I think they said st- stalactites, you know, the ice that you know, the, right. the ice that drips off right, the house. Right. How important? Yeah. What What do I have to look at? What's the downside? What do they do on the roof to put this uh, ice electric melter up there?
0: Well, I mean, if you if you've had problems with this in the past, okay, then putting up roof cables um, is is a great way to solve that issue. And from a standpoint mm-hmm. of, you know, they they make the point of: do you call a roofer or do you call an electrician? You more than likely have to run a dedicated circuit. To this, And usually you run those receptacles up high so that you don't have these cables running down the side of your house or whatever. Once they're there and they're set, you know, and they're plugged in and going, then you're going to, you know, they're not going to disturb the roof. They're going to tuck it under the shingles. So there's no real Mm -hmm. issue for them when they install about leaking, but they'll take the time to make sure that they're put in correctly and look good, you know, on there so that visually... You know, they kind of blend in, but that they're doing the job Mm, when the ice and the snow come.
5: Right. Is that going to also help with uh, less pressure of the heavy ice and snow on the roof, obviously?
0: Well, I mean, it's going to, it is, you know, if it's not, if the weather's not terrible and you just get snow on the roof, it will end up melting the snow at the base of it. Uh, It won't melt the snow up at the top, You know, But it'll help at the lower end, and it's really about that ice buildup that can happen based on heat loss in the attic and or atmospheric issues that happen on the outside.
5: Got it. Okay. Thanks for the advice. I appreciate it. I didn't know exactly how much type of uh, melting I was going to have with that new product. Other than that, thank you very much for everything.
0: Lucio, I appreciate you calling. It's nice to hear. Um, You know, I've mentioned this in the past. Uh, by the way, that's our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you'll need to make. Um, we, you know, I I, I do have conversations, uh, you know, throughout and over the years with all of the contractors and sponsors that we have. And the one thing that I I always tell them, you know, we, we are, I am very lucky that I've been on the radio for a very long time, and you listen on Saturday mornings, and, and I and I appreciate it. And you put trust in me, and we have some fun, and we joke around about, you know, R- Rini and Teats and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's just fun, you know, to kind of break up the, you know, bidets and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, I take it, I take my advice to you seriously. And if I give you the name or, or a sponsor that's part of this, and they don't do a good job, I want to hear about it because I want to make it right because they want to make it right too. Everybody makes a mistake. You know, sometimes stuff doesn't go the right way, but to me, you know, how you define someone that is running a good business and doing a good job is what they do with diversity and how they make it right. And, um, you know, there's, there's three sides to every story, right? There's your side, there's their side. And then there's the truth that lies somewhere in the middle. I'm, Perfectly fine being the arbiter if there's a problem there, but um, I've been lucky enough to be uh, surrounded by really good people throughout the years that I can um, share with you. You know, I was thinking about this when I first started 28 years ago, when there was no sponsors, I was just a guest on Roy Leonard's show, and people would ask me, oh, I need a roofer, I need an electrician, and I just looked at the people that I was working with as I was a builder right? My electrician and my roofing contractor, that And uh, some of you, somebody probably still has this. I wish I would have kept it. But I took some WGN letterhead and I put it in my printer at the time. And I put a list of all the contractors that uh, we use with their phone numbers. This roofer, this electrician, this drywall guy. And my wife and I, Mary Beth, in the basement would stuff envelopes. You used to send self-addressed stuffed envelopes. And we would mail them to you. Right? That's crazy. 28 years later, I don't have to do that anymore. But um, we're still doing it, and we're still backing it up. One other thing I want you to remind you is that this Thursday, I'm going to be at Will's Place in Skokie with Mary Beth. We're both going to be celebrity baristas from 9 to 10 a.m. It's located at 7927 Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. Go there for lunch. The sandwiches are amazing. And it's a cute little place in Skokie. I'll be your celebrity barista with my wife Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening. Lindsay, thank you for producing. Don Kleppen, Andy Mazur, Bob Ferguson, always a pleasure to be with you on a Saturday morning. We will be back next week with more House Smarts Radio. Thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely, lovely fall weekend. First day of fall. It's all good. Take care, everybody.